Hey, welcome to another episode of the Wills of Grace podcast. We are on episode 32. 37. I don't know what happened to you guys, but I'm on 37. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We would be on 37 if we didn't take that big break. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why. True. In my mind, we still did it. <laughs> oh, in your mind, we were at 37. skip them all? Yeah. yeah, somehow it just all happened. and We're going to take, take credit we for all that break. Uh-huh. So we're trying to get back into podcasting every week, and we're already a day late. You forgive us, right? I mean, but we are here right now. That's what that's matters. True. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say, though? I don't know. What were you Well, gonna I think say? that's one of the reasons we need to take such a big break. Because we don't know what we're saying. Because we don't know what we're going to say. <laughs> yeah, we don't ever. We, <laughs> we do, too, know what we're saying. Oh, we do? Okay, okay, so what have you been up to this week? So I just got back from a birthday vacation trip to see How my dad. How old are you? I don't need to share my age. It and, doesn't and matter. And why do you get a birthday vacation? I can't ever remember getting a birthday vacation. <laughs> that was my I think present I get from like, you. I think I get like a birthday you can watch whatever you want on the TV for a day. <laughs> that is true. I don't get a trip where I, you know, get to take off and, you know. Okay, but if you if someone said you can have a trip to go anywhere where you want by yourself, where would you, would you go? No. Would, would you, go? you go? No. Maybe not. <laughs> But I would I would be okay with saying, but you guys have to go. Oh, no, I so wouldn't you want do a, that. You would want a family vacation. Yeah, you would never you go anywhere alone. No. Hey, I just have and to actually, say it, you okay. know, because if I don't you... ever get a birthday vacation. That's, I just wanted to say that. It's not that it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, you just wanted to complain. <laughs> yeah, we see how you are. <laughs> We're going to send you on a birthday vacation and next see how year. That, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I need to start, go on a thinking, start thinking about where you want to go by yourself. All right, I'm going we'll to start doing some research. Okay, good. Let us know. You got you got I a little go ways to, to think about it. Italy. Okay. So, anyways, by with yourself? this birthday, <laughs> he's such a liar. So even on this trip, yes. he was thinking of coming with me, and then at the last minute, he's like, "No, you should just go." I'm like, "Okay," because I kind of need to get a ticket in line here. So I went to see my dad for my birthday. I went to El Paso, spent four days with him, um, and it was good. We got I went to a Spanish mariachi opera. I don't, I've never heard of such a thing, but I did get to experience one, and I liked it a lot. And I did miss my family, though. I did miss you, honey. I did. Oh, I know. You told me all the way home when I went to go pick you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> That you cry. So, okay, that's you, enough. Okay, you, you no, don't even, oh. don't even. Don't even go. Do you want to talk about okay. being sick or no? Okay, so I didn't really. I'm trying to not think about it. But yeah, I got really sick on this trip. I must have had some kind of a some stomach virus or something. So on my actual birthday, I was up at 3 in the morning um, not feeling very good and was sick for most of the day. But I did get better just in time to get to see the opera. So. Anyways, my stomach's still a little funky, but we're, we're getting there. Sergio got me sick, actually, because he wasn't feeling well right before I left, so I'm, I'm going to put that on him that he got me sick. I didn't do anything <laughs> of a sort. But it was a good trip. It was nice to see my dad. Um, we calculated it had been 11 years that I had actually gone to Texas. He's been out here about every close to every year, year and a half, but I had not traveled out there. So it was nice. It was good to see him and did a little bit of sightseeing and and went to the Army base because I'm an Army brat. And so there's a lot of construction going on there. And my dad loves to take you around and have you sightsee and learn about this and that and the other. That's his favorite thing. So it was good. I'm glad to be home, though. 
and now we're hunkering down getting ready for a possible blizzard yeah spring blizzard here we go again no yeah yeah so what are you up to ash oh you don't want to know what i'm up to <laughs> she's always up to something <laughs> um yeah it's just regular boring stuff that nobody wants to hear about <laughs> <laughs> so after I, after I'll just say it quickly and then we can move on. After I watched the Marie Kondo show, I had to read her book, so I read her book, and now I'm just even more obsessed with her and getting rid of all my things and folding my clothes in little triangles. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing. She, I go in there and she's like sorting all of I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, so boxes. if you need stuff, I got it. You can have it. Okay, that's it. I'll that's be done it. with it because okay. I talk about that too much. All right, she's done with it. And you, Mister, what have you been up to? Yeah, we were gonna talk about your talks. Oh, that right. happened like two months ago. Oh, the talks. Well, at work at about eight o'clock every single morning, I have a meeting. Oh, stop it! That's not, oh, that's the, not the kind of talks talk we're talking, talking about. about. Oh, you why the sh- rolling of the eyes? I, You see, we have to do this live so people can see that you just said, hey, that's enough. That's not where we're going with this right now. Okay. You know I'm the editor, right? <laughs> oh, so this is going to disappear. Maybe. No, but if we if we were filming and I rolled my eyes at you, I could just edit it out. out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You don't have the skills of editing. So. I know. I'm, I'm at the mercy. Okay. All right. So the talk. Well, the latest one that I did, it was one that was, it was in another town. Um, it was at a high school. What ended up, it was, it's actually one of the schools. It was in a small town and the school was a high school, middle school. It was like all the grades all combined together. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't, I didn't think the whole school was going to be there. But that's what ended up turning out, you know, the whole mm-hmm. school. So from, I think it was probably from like fifth grade all the way up to 12th grade. And so, staff, right? And staff, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So it was really good. It was really good because I got to share my story. They were they were working on a project that was called The Seven Mindsets. And the one that I was helping with, well, it was one of just choices and how, you know, you can make good choices. Um, even when you make bad choices, they can you can still turn them into good choices, um, you just need to know that, learn from your mistakes. Sure. So I guess my talk was more based off, I had to go through a lot of bad mistakes, a lot <laughs> of bad mistakes over turn and over it around. <laughs> before I could really, you know, see the light and turn it around. But um, it worked out pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I like talking to kids. That's usually more of my passion is talking to kids. Yeah. Um, and because I usually get to just look at them and you can tell. Just by looking into their eyes, you can see that you you got them. They're They're engaged. And they're listening to everything you say. And at the end of it, you know, after I shared my story and all, um, I got a standing ovation in the whole place. And I got presented with some cool little gifts, you know. Some, they had a shirt for me, you know, that that was part of the seven mindsets. Um, It it just, it was fun. It was really good. It was really good. Um, At the end of it, I felt like I was the one that got blessed, you know. And that usually is how it all works out. It always Mm -hmm. turns out that way. Um, and I had a lot of kids come up. It felt like the whole school wanted, you know, to, chit-chat. wanted to chit-chat mm-hmm. with me. And I had a, I had the principal and two other teachers. There must have been the, the teachers of the two kids that came up to me, two specific kids. Mm-hmm. And the principal came up after everybody was done. And she, and she pretty much told me, she goes, you were exactly what my school needed to hear right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it really hit home what we're trying to teach them. 
and you know them two kids and she explained to me who they were and I go oh yeah they came mm-hmm. and talked to me she goes oh yeah I was watching them she mm-hmm. said those two are going through a little rough patch you know making a lot of bad choices and mm-hmm. um, I was watching them and you had them engaged oh, that's you know nice. it was out mm-hmm. of everything in here um, those were the two that I was hoping you would be able to touch and it was it worked out because mm-hmm. they came up to me and one of them said, you know, I really enjoyed your story. It really touched me. You know, I nice. made a connection. That's so good. that when you hear all of that, that's always, you know, that always seals the deal on you're doing the right you're thing. The and right it was, mm-hmm. and it was about a two hour drive, you know, from Yuma one way mm-hmm. and then two hour back, you know, and mm-hmm. um, took off of work, you know, so those sometimes are, they're difficult to do, you know, when they're during the middle of the week or something because you got to take time off and, mm-hmm. you know, you get home late. And But it was well worth it. It was a real good trip. Yeah. If you could only, you know, just that one person is worth it. Well, yeah, you see, that's with kids. Touch, yeah. With kids, you know, it's, 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 it's all, I, I feel it's an easier audience to be able to connect with just because. Mm-hmm. You, you, well, because you know. You've been there. Well, I, I, I think, yes, I do. You know, I think all of us have in our own in way. In our own way, yeah. You know, so it's not just mine. Mine just has a little bit more pizzazz because I was the Mexican guy in the wheelchair that got shot, you know, <laughs> and um, that usually gets their attention. Mm-hmm. But I think once you start to share, you know, well, once I start to share, I can see that there's so many different levels or places where we've done things change things happen you know made bad decisions when i was in school got in trouble at school hung out the wrong people i mean just bad choices and mm-hmm. in all of those little stages somebody connected with something mm-hmm. you know so and 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 it's always i don't want to say it's easy for me but it's not that hard for me now to see when i look out into the audience that um they're engaged which is cool it is so. yeah well i'm proud of you and i'm i'm glad you did it i'm glad you took the time off to do it because you certainly came home on a yeah, on a it, high again of like oh yeah. i love like, this i love yeah, this it's, i miss it's, this it's mm-hmm. it, it charges the batteries you know sometimes Absolutely. it's yeah. the the you need the, that the, yeah all the things you have to do to get ready for it you know to make the mm-hmm. drive it's like sometimes it can be like oh what did i say yes for and then it's like whoa now yeah. i know you know so mm-hmm. i guess that was something that i can say was sort of cool but what I really want is a birthday vacation. <laughs> no, so. Okay, so I was actually, you bringing up the birthday vacation, you said all that stuff about how, mm-hmm. like, sometimes you <coughs> question why you say yes because it's, like, a commitment and driving, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how you feel about everything that you agree to because you don't like to leave the house. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. If it was a birthday vacation, you would be dreading Leaving. going on your birthday vacation. <laughs> That's a true story. And, so, and he would say, why did I say I was Yeah, do exactly. This? That's exactly what yeah. he would say. Why did I want why to do a birthday vacation? Who, who agreed to this? Who signed me up yeah. for this? You know, I think I just want to chill in my house. Yeah, you alone. like to be home. You do like to be home. You're a home buddy. But once you get but once out, you, get you out, like it and you and love like, it and you're yeah. like, okay. Then you're like, oh man, I want to do this more So often. anyway, birthday vacation to Italy, I guess. We better start, <laughs> we better start saving. saving our money. Yeah. I don't have to save nothing. It's my present. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't okay. be saving for my own gift. Okay, when we send you away, you better be happy and you better 
better not say that you don't want to go. Don't be texting your mom going, I miss you so Yeah, much. you know that's what will happen. Don't cry and don't last minute say that, oh, wait, just kidding, everyone's it's going. Because <laughs> that's what will really happen. If you're, you guys aren't going, what? I didn't say that. Okay, well, are we we're going to yeah. dive in here? Yeah, so we've been sharing our stories slowly. And when I say slowly, I mean <laughs> slowly. It has been pretty, you know, Okay, we're gonna, now we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay, yeah, guys. we're getting to all the good stuff. Okay, so last we left off a little bit of, so we'll just go a general recap really quick because it's been sure. a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys met when you were 14 and 15, and then you fell in love and started dating, and then... Sergio was still getting into trouble and eventually got sent to a juvenile detention center, which after doing good for a while, you ended up going into a boy's home. Mm -hmm. And so you guys spent probably about a year or longer of your relationship apart. That's right. Yes, that's correct. And so then we're kind of at that point where you're getting, you're in this boy's home and you're getting ready to get out. And just kind of where your life is at that point, where both of your lives are at that point. Mm-hmm. So, so you're I don't remember anything about that time frame. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to talk about getting your GED? You got your GED in the boys' home? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, going into the boys' home or in the detention center, um, it didn't it didn't take too long before... I sort of figured out that the only way I was really going to get out of there as fast as I needed to or on time mm-hmm. was to really start doing what they needed me to do. Um, it's sort of funny that when you get put into them places, they sort of get graded by how how many things you can put on paper that say you do good. So my real meaning for doing it or the real reason was to help me get out of there a little bit quicker. And I figured, hey, while I'm in here, why don't I get my GD? That'll look good. I go talk to the judge. That'll look good. You know, I'd go <laughs> talk to the probation officer. That'll look good. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that was really the initial reason. But, um, yeah, when I went in there and I started to study, I, I started to figure out, you know, that it there was a lot that I missed. And it was a lot harder than I thought, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't know but it was, it didn't come to me as fast, you know, and it took me a little bit of time. You had been out of school for a while, too. Yeah, I'd been out of school for a while, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, no, I, I studied for a month or two, um, and then they took me off-site to a school, I think maybe it was a college or something, um, took the test, passed it, um, you know, I, I was really surprised, I mean, that was really an encouraging thing on my end, I was like, oh, okay, because I had already... Eh, if I don't pass it, I'll just do it again, you know, and, you know, sort of, you know, not believing that I was going to pass, you know, I wasn't believing that, yeah, the first time around I was going to go ahead and pull it off, but yeah, it worked out, you know, that, that, I got that, I got the piece of paper in my file, so it also helped me to get out on time, um, and from there, I mean, things started to go in the right direction, you know, one thing led to another, I started to, I had a job actually there, and I got to work inside of the kitchen, um, and that actually gave me a lot of freedom out of my, um, you know, where I slept and all of that because I had to get up early before everybody else to go help, um, set the kitchen up, help clean it down. Um, and every time that I was there, you know, I always got little perks, you know, I got to come 
to my room with, you know, all the leftover cookies or whatever and <laughs> share with my guys and, you know, that were in my room with me. So mm-hmm. it, it little things like that started to go the right direction. And eventually it led to me being moved and getting out of um, that, that, that lockup. And that was a lockdown facility to um, going to an unlocked facility that was more like a group home. You know, mm-hmm. it was... It was it was more like a home setting. It was in a house and all in Pueblo, Colorado, um, mm-hmm. and what was I guess weird about all of that was that um, well, I guess I wouldn't say it was weird. I was sort of used to all of it, but being around so many guys, boys, I guess that are in this place, there was probably about twenty of them, mm-hmm. um, and not having everything locked down. You know, everybody's sharing maybe one or two down. bathrooms. Mm-hmm. They had just been you know, following the rules in that one area or where I was at for so long that, mm-hmm. you know, the freedom sort of came a little weird. You know, yeah. it was something that... the doors weren't bit. locked. Well, it, yeah, just that. And, you know, you just know at certain times things happen and all. Um, and while I was there, things went really well. You know, I, I it didn't take long for me to, you know, get enrolled into college. You know, I was already... I'd had my GD, so I didn't have to go through the school thing like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um so it was either that or I get a job. Um, I ended up doing both of them, but first I ended up enrolling um, at the college there, the community college, and got accepted. Um, I was gonna, I was thinking about going into, you know, criminal justice, and I was thinking more of on the in the line of maybe a probation officer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and it really made sense, you know, that that would be something that I think I could be good at, um, sharing my experiences, and you know that. That sent me in that direction. Um, that was my goal. You know, did pretty good. School was a little bit harder there. You know, um, had to. I, I I really got. I guess I was hit pretty hard with. Um, you know, you got to have some basic classes and all of that. That I was behind. You know, so I had to work pretty hard at it, and I got to spend a lot of time at the library, and and it all worked out. I guess the timing was all right, but it all worked out for me to do that too. Because I didn't really want to be at the house, you know, so... Kept you busy. Yeah, it kept me out of there, and I got to hang out there for quite a while, and um, I, I guess I was benefiting in two or three different ways, you know, by doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, these places like to have, you know, the, the people, that the residents, let's just say at this point I was a resident, mm-hmm. not an inmate, and um, doing good things that you can show on paper, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was probably the first one that actually went to college, community college out of it. I mean, I could tell because they treated me a little bit different. They were always encouraging to say, hey, we want you to do that. And I could tell that they looked good when it came time to maybe getting funding or something like that or, you know, being able to show the level of this is what some of our guys are doing. Um, so it was good. It, it was it was a win win all the way around. Um, I didn't. I didn't really stick around there too long. I, don't, I can't remember I don't, how long yeah, I was there. Yeah, I mean, what I remember of that, like when you had that good turnaround, I, f- I feel like it went pretty quickly. It's yeah. You were very motivated at that time. Your letters. It's funny when I'm motivated, right? Yeah, what well, you could get done, yeah. <laughs> um, your your attitude was good. You, I mean, I remember when you got your GED and I remember when you passed because we talked on the phone and you were just a totally different person. I feel like you were so 
you were you were surprised but yet you just had this you this pride in you like wow like I really did this and you scored well mm -hmm. I mean you scored well you did it, you surprised yourself mm -hmm. and because you were just on and on about it and then from one thing it was hey I'm gonna roll in this class and hey I'm gonna work and you were just super motivated and I I was feeling so proud of you and just feeling so good because I knew that the end was coming a little bit fearful though, because I also knew that when the end was coming, that then you would be returning home. Dun, dun, dun. I know. And so part <laughs> of me was just like, oh, because you had come close before and then, you know, you ended up self-sabotaging. Yeah. yeah. Self-tap. And you kind of had that habit of, Oh, this feels too good. This feels too comfortable. So, you know, and you would self-sabotage and in a way you would, you would either get cocky with somebody or you would tell me, oh, somebody pissed me off. But really it was your attitude because before then, if a person would have done that and you were in a good attitude, you can just, you know, you could just shrug it off and move on. But when you're in that self-sabotage mode, nobody could look at you, talk to you and you're, oh, I don't want to listen to what, but you're at the point now where whatever they said to do, you're like, yeah, I'll get it done. Like you were doing chores before, like you said before, they'd tell me to do a chore. I'm like, I'm not doing that chore. Cause, but you're at a point where, hey, this is feeling good. And they're liking me. And you actually got along with the, the men that were running this um, group home. And so then it was just time for you to go in front of the judge and the judge to say, okay, well, you're ready. You're ready to go home. Yeah, that's about how easy it was. Yeah, so it did I had go. Once I done all of that, all of the stuff that I had accumulated, the good things mm -hmm. that showed on their notes and everything. and That you had done all the that, things that, that was... That was probably one of the easiest court dates or court appearances that I ever had because it wasn't that I was going in to be punished. You know? Yeah, it was that you were ready to go home. Yeah, and I, I, I mm -hmm. usually knew walking into that courtroom, I always had that cold chill go up my neck knowing, am I going to walk out of here in handcuffs? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to be, you know, released? You know? Yeah. And this one was, I pretty much, you know, I knew. I just, you know, I wasn't that confident. I was like, okay, what else? What, what are they going to pop up? Do I have an old charge or something that's going to come up? Yeah, I'm sure. Again? You always had the monkey on mm -hmm. your back feeling like, what is, what's going to surface that they're going to say, oh, no, now you have to do another yeah. couple months or whatever that was. So out of that, we left. I mean, I got out, moved back home. Um, yeah, you were pretty, you held on pretty tight. You know, I liked when you held on tight. I liked it so much. <laughs> oh, Stop I mean, it. It, it was, it was good because you were scared. You were scared, you know, because this mm -hmm. is, that was probably one of the hardest things. And I think that's one of the most common things that happens why people fail is you go right back to the old stopping ground, you know? Yeah. And yeah, had been gone away for, you know, it was almost two, about a year and a half, you know, two it's, years. It was a year and a half, a little yeah. over a year and a half, yeah. All right. And so, yeah, and then it, it was. it was, I was afraid. And and so was your family. I mean, we were all, my family, like, oh, my goodness, he, he's coming home, and what is this going to look like? And you had been gone for so long. And so then it was just preparing to be face-to-face -face and having that contact where we were just over well, the phone and some weekends. Well, nobody is telling you you have to be home by this time or – you know, you get to go home on a pass or something like mm -hmm. that. This was now it's time to go home. And so, yeah. So, yeah, it all worked out. Judge let me go home. Ended up back started. in Colorado Springs. Moved back into my mom's house. Um, we started, you know, we picked up the pieces. And now it was more of a physical um, 
relationship, you know, us being in front, being with each other, mm-hmm. being around each other, mm-hmm. instead of it being a long distance over mm-hmm. the phone, yeah. you know, kind of a connection. But I, I still to this day think that's one of the main reasons that we are, I think our relationship is so much more than, you know, just, hey, I love you and I don't love I mean, we, we made some good connections. You know, we, we really got to know each other um, when we had to sit down and write letters In a deeper and talk, way. Mm-hmm. you know, so I think the benefits, even to this day, are still there. Um, but yeah. I haven't gotten a love letter in a while, though. No, just kidding. <laughs> Well, because I you never get... She was gone for four days. You and didn't you didn't write, her write her me a letter. love letter? Hey, I sent you to Texas for your birthday. <laughs> so next <laughs> time we'll talk about what happens when you... Get home? Get, get home. home. Ooh, the good stuff starts to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff? Well, no, I wouldn't say it was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some good stuff. And then, yeah, you'll... Soon, you'll, you'll know what happens next. Okay, so we'll leave you hanging for until next time. Next Hopefully, time. we'll be on time next time. We are. We're going to be on time. Hey, it doesn't matter how we got there or what it took. <laughs> it's that we got we there, got right? There, so right? you know what? Remember so we to will keep be there rolling sometime on. Next week. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs>